Welcome to the Beyond Barriers podcast. If you're an ambitious woman who wants to advance in leadership, then this podcast is for you. This podcast is co-hosted by Nikki Barua, digital innovator, serial entrepreneur, author, and speaker, and Monique Marquez, senior corporate leader, ex-Googler, and diversity expert. From inspiring stories to cutting-edge strategies, you'll learn how to develop the skill set, mindset, and tool set to get future-ready fast and accelerate your success. Hi, everyone. I'm Monica, your host for today's episode. And today, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the power of clarity. I know last week we talked a little bit about, given that um, it was Women's History Month, we talked about just how to be successful and how to accelerate your success. And we talked about the five C's that here at Beyond Barriers, we always talk about on focusing on those five C's of clarity, courage, conviction, commitment, and community. And I had a lot of you reach back out and saying, you know, this is really great. And I've been thinking about clarity, but how do I start to even define clarity, right? And at first glance, really thinking about what are you passionate about? What do I enjoy doing? I mean, it sounds like an innocent question at the very beginning, but as you begin to answer that question for yourself or even try to articulate it to others, it becomes more difficult, especially when you try to connect the dots of what are those passions? What do you enjoy doing? And are they aligned with work and what you're doing day to day? And how are you pulling some of those passions and those things into your work? And so how do you start to gain clarity on this particular topic? Where do you even begin? And so what I do and talk to and coach and mentor individuals is really getting them to start thinking about answering lots of questions, but what it takes is self-introspection and you have to gift yourself the time to actually have think time and think about these things for yourself so that you can go in the direction that you're wanting to go and accelerate your success. So when it comes to talking about passions and what do you enjoy doing and is it aligned with your work? One of the simplest questions and simplest ways to figure this out is to start asking yourself, what do you love to learn about without getting bored? It's the simplest way to start thinking about what is your passion, thinking about what doesn't bore you. And here's why it matters, because we've learned and research has shown that to excel any in anything, you need consistent effort for a very long period of time. And in fact, research studies say that it takes 10,000 hours to achieve excellence or to master something. And if that's the case, then you can't do any kind of work that bores you or is about something that you don't enjoy learning about because 10,000 hours of something that you don't enjoy, well, yeah, you may burn out and you may just not want to do it. I wish I'd known that way before, you know, I wish I knew that then, right? We're always talking about, talk about things that I wish I knew that then 10 years ago, um, that I knew that then, and I could have focused and, and been more intentional on what it is that I loved to do in my work. And because, you know, I would have then looked at my bookshelf or looked at my habits of what do I enjoy doing that, um, I just, don't get bored. I get lost in it. I lose sight of time. Um, looking at your YouTube channel, um, you know, when you're trying to ask this question to really start to understand what do you spend your time doing when maybe it's your free time or what do you spend your time doing at work that 
makes you feel like you're in flow. And had I started really thinking about that early on, sooner in my career, I probably would have gained more clarity and been pretty clear on what I'm interested in, right? I mean, if you look at your podcast, um, you know, subscriptions or your the YouTube videos, the history of what you've been watching, topics that you follow um, on social media, look at all those things that you spend time on consuming, the content that we're constantly bombarded with um, or reading about. What is that most common topic? And which are the ones that actually really help you enjoy? I know I was listening to a daily meditation and um, Day Shetty talked about how the research has shown that every day we get bombarded with close to 34 gigabytes of information um, that our brain has to kind of go through. And we naturally will go to areas and start really digesting content that we enjoy, that we, you know, and really thinking about where does that become effortless to you when you just have a hunger or curiosity to learn more? And really thinking about what categories do most of those topics fall into? Are they related to business? Are they related to politics? Are they related to self-help? And ask yourself, what is the most common theme that maybe those books, the videos, the articles are about? Not in terms of just the generalized concept, but is there a certain angle or perspective that you love? And Maybe what, you know, for example, maybe what you love to learn about is personal development, but within personal development, are you more attracted to reading about things around habits or something more to do with things that are just inspirational, you know, inspirational stories? Because there's a huge difference. One is about stories and things that elevate you and make you inspired and happy. And the other is about actually doing things that you practice. And so, you know, thinking about why it even matters for you to discover what you love learning about, it's really important simply because whatever we focus our time doing, it's what we become excellent at. You know, to do anything well, you have to keep learning and growing and have an insatiable curiosity. You can't keep learning something if there isn't a natural curiosity and passion or excitement about it. And if it's related to your line of work, great, wonderful, keep honing that and keep doing it. But if you're spending all your time learning about something that has nothing to do with your line of work, then there might be a bit of a disconnect. And you might want to think about how do you start aligning some of those things or bringing some of that variety or that passion into your daily work. If all your passions were about learning music, studying music, learning about different instruments and different types of things about music, and yet your day job has absolutely nothing to do with that, then you're becoming excellent at something that you're not getting paid for. And <laughs> now you need to start thinking about once you learn to align and figure out how we can get back into doing what we love and practicing those things out of, a, out of passion, that's when you start becoming the best at it. And sometimes you have to be creative on how to connect those dots, right? It may not be you know, you taking those musics and that, that instrument or anything to work, but maybe there's something you can drill down into that will bring a little bit of that curiosity and passion into your work, right? And just being creative, you don't want to just give up and say they have nothing to do with each other. So it means I either have to give up on my passion or give up on my job. No, it's more, how can you be creative and try to integrate and align some of that? 
You see, I spent 20 years in the corporate world in various different HR roles. But the truth is, more than the HR policies and practices and kind of organizational charts, et cetera, I really loved learning about techniques and hacks. I read books on science and how-to manuals. I'd like to really kind of dissect how does something work? What makes something tick? Um, You know, for me, I, my, one of my nicknames is MacGyver and my moniker is MacGyver for the marginalized. But part of it, I mean, it's, he's my favorite character only because he would always figure things out, like tinker with things till it worked. And I began, began, began thinking about work the same way that MacGyver would think about creating solutions and began applying that frame of thinking to people and to processes and really trying to, I've had a natural curiosity of what makes people successful, what helps them overcome challenges, what builds great habits. And I could read and listen to podcasts, watch videos, research online, and never get bored with that. Really learning about the habits and the hacks and the success um, you know, techniques and frameworks that really made high performers, high performers and successful. Right. And I didn't really have a lot of that. None of that really aligned with my day job. Right. Um, but one day I was approached with an opportunity to speak and facilitated a workshop because somebody got sick and they needed a stand in and, the session was about confidence and success techniques, and I absolutely loved it. And so I was able to, you know, go and hone in some of the things that I would was I knew about because I read about it on my free time. But now I had an opportunity to actually present at work some of these things that I enjoyed and was passionate about. And so I realized immediately it didn't have anything to do with my day job, but I started to raise my hand for more of those teaching opportunities at my company because I loved being in front of an audience and I loved facilitating those workshops and engaging our employees. Those were some of my favorite days. And again, it wasn't my actual day job, but as I started raising my hand and sprinkling more of those opportunities of being able to facilitate workshops and and get in front of an audience and sharing those habits and hacks, um, I really ended up becoming more successful. I was gaining more visibility um, and I started rising up in my career because people could see I was doing things that I was passionate about, but I was also helping individuals be successful themselves. So, you have to start thinking about what are some of those things that you can bring in? And maybe it's not your day job, but maybe there are some stretch opportunities or opportunities that you can attract to yourself to bring some of that passion into your day job. Um, now, some of you might be saying that's great, but it's harder for me to connect the dots with my passion, right? So if you're worried that your passion is too far removed from your line of work and you know there's no way absolutely for you to do what you love, I understand that fear and concern and I've been there, right? I've been in a role where I was capable of doing it well and I was doing it. Um, It wasn't really what I wanted to be doing, but it didn't mean that I was doomed and I was going to be in this role forever, that I wasn't going to be doing a job that just would light me up. I wasn't going to be stuck forever because what you have to do is identify those passions and those strengths and the things that you love to do and really start trying to find and create opportunities within your realm of work. And part of it is identifying 
what are those passions? What are those strengths? What are those skill sets? What are those um, opportunities that you've had? What is it about your job that you do love? And how do you start articulating that and sharing that with your direct manager and leaders and other people that can help you hone those skill sets in special projects or things of those uh, of, of that sort. So really thinking about, you know, as I shared with you in my earlier example, example, after doing several speaking opportunities and facilitating workshops, I was able to transfer into a role that was actually much more aligned and was was basically in charge of creating and facilitating learning programs to help under, you know, underrepresented groups navigate and level up and succeed in the company. But I originally wasn't in that role. And so as I started sharing with people what I really loved doing and getting more and more opportunities, it was almost like others started seeing, oh, there's a role that, you know, you love doing this as a kind of side gig at your job, but now you could do it full time. So I'm not saying that it'll be just as easy or easy for everyone to find that alignment, but you, what you will acquire is the clarity to know what direction to start heading. So really thinking about what comes naturally and feels effortless and really start taking an inventory of what you're currently doing at work. What feels effortless? What makes you feel like you're in flow state? And, you know, it doesn't feel like you're having to push a boulder up a mountain, but it's the things that you just really enjoy doing. And maybe it's the things that people come to you for, that you're the go-to for certain things because you do it really well, you do it really quickly. Um, and asking yourself, am I doing it really well and really, really quickly because I've just done it for a long time? Or is it really giving me joy, right? And chances are that it's something that you have done for a while. And even if it's not for work, but maybe it's something that you've just naturally been practicing. People see this as a strength and it could be creative expression or you, you know, write very, um, you know, great communications, you know, just looking and uh, trying to understand what is it that people come to you for. So, you know, at the end of the day, really finding those things that come effortless to you and looking at all the various things you've done in your career and break out the different parts that really did feel effortless and that you enjoyed doing. Sometimes you may have been in a particular role and switched jobs and the new job is exciting for a while, but you realize you really miss doing some of the other things that you were doing in the other role. Maybe it's not satisfying, you know, the strategic, you know, thinking piece. And so really understanding there are parts within your experience that come naturally that were something that maybe you took for granted because it was so effortless we have to be careful because sometimes the things that come naturally, that come with, you know, effortless to you, we tend to undervalue those because it's so easy to us, not realizing that it's not easy for everybody else. And so it's a strength that maybe you should think about and double down on. And so really thinking about what are those things that you enjoy doing that may not be related to your current job, but things that you've done before and how can you realign and bring some of those things in there? So maybe it's project planning, maybe it's inspiring your team, maybe it's problem solving, or maybe it's pioneering new ideas. And let's say it is pioneering new ideas. What aspect of it feels effortless to you? Is it the researching part that helps you explore solutions? Is it the creative part, thinking about those ideas? Is it 
the influencing part where you're sharing it with people and getting all the, the buy-in, break it down into all those components and parts and think about what is that piece that makes you feel like you're in flow? Because once you discover what gives you joy, you simply have to find ways to incorporate more of it in your daily life and work. It is that simple. It may not be as simple to do, but it is that simple to really just start breaking it down into those small things of what do I enjoy and how can I start attracting more of that or incorporating more of that in my day job. What if you could pinpoint the invisible ceilings limiting your success? Imagine having clarity on your strengths and barriers so you can take action and gain unstoppable momentum to advance as a future ready leader. Well, that's exactly what the Beyond Barriers quiz will help you discover. You'll get your personalized score based on the 25 essential elements proven to accelerate success in the digital age, so you can understand what's holding you back and where to focus your efforts. The Beyond Barriers quiz is completely free and takes just a few minutes. Go to imbeyondbarriers.com slash quiz and take the quiz today. So it's just food for thought but it is a place to start and gain that clarity. And again, gift yourself the time, the think time to just marinate on that. What is it that you really love doing? What are you passionate about? What do you wanna be when you grow up, right? It's that question that may have been really easy to answer when you were younger, but today may be a little harder because you think that there's only one path now because you've already gone too far down it. But no, you can incorporate some of those passions, some of those skill sets, some of those things that you just love to do and are effortless and bring a little more joy into your day to day. So I hope that has been helpful and keep going beyond barriers. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Barriers podcast. There are thousands of podcasts out there, and we are so grateful that you've chosen to listen to ours. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and tell a friend about it and subscribe to get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Visit imbeyondbarriers.com where you'll find show notes, links, and the best way to connect with our guests. See you next episode.